2: Good morning, this is Ursula Odom, your host for NABWIC Talks, and Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays, it's a wonderful time of the year where we can do things that are um, warm and fuzzy as it relates to family, friends, and associates, and part of what we do here is that we share with you the people that are associated with you as a NABWIC member and the people that you, maybe you would like to get to know because you want to be a, a NABWIC member um, because this is Nabwick Talks. Today we're going to do something a little bit different in that the person that is in charge of making all this happen behind the scenes, and she rocks and she rolls with it, Miss Jackie Perry is going to be on with me today, and we're going to interview each other. You get a, get to know a little bit about me and a, a little bit about her, and I'm excited about finding out more about her. Good morning, Jackie.
0: Good morning, Ursula. How are you?
2: I'm good, and thank you for you know the idea and let's let's do this this morning because I really want to know
0: more about who you are because well, <laughs> I know be what you do. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah.
2: So I tell you what, why don't you start with telling us about your NABWIC story. How did you get introduced to NABWIC, and why are you so dedicated to making this happen?
0: Oh, man, I tell you. Well, I hate to say long story short because it isn't, (laughs) but it started probably about 10 years ago almost. I uh, was the director of a small business incubator here in Northeast Florida called the Beaver Street Enterprise Center, and it was an awesome organization. Uh, we provided uh, office space along with professional business support services for startup companies. So our sweet spot was the startup company, and uh, under one roof they could find you know their office, uh, their support needs as far as copying, faxing, and printing, and then on the uh, business support side, we would provide them with uh, mentoring, counseling, workshops, et cetera. And so we had a wide variety of businesses. Uh, we had began to develop a construction cluster where we had HVAC companies, uh, general contractors, architectures, electricians, et cetera, and so for them, we thought it would be a good idea to um, have someone come in that could talk to them about their success in the construction industry. And it just so happens that one of our entrepreneurs was actually engaging with the Miss Ann McNeil, and we all know the master builder oh. herself, uh, on another venture because Anne has a – an organization called Constructively Speaking, where she goes around and talks to men and women about uh, construction and what that's all about and how they can succeed. And uh, so anyway, she was down providing some mentoring for that entrepreneur, and I happened to be introduced to her on one particular day, and right away, it was, it was just fate, really. Uh, I fell in love with Anne and she certainly uh, took a liking to, to us as well. And we invited her to just come and be a part of a roundtable and to sit down with our CEOs and talk to them about business, et cetera. And that was one of the best things we could do. She actually even did a workshop that benefited our, um, our uh, CEOs. And so from that point, that was the beginning of our association. But uh, from that point also, I think a little bit later, um, there were plans in the works to create a chapter down in northeast Florida, and uh, so uh, Deborah Thompson, who's a NADWIC member, along with some other pioneers, started the chartering process uh, for Jacksonville. And because I was so intrigued with Ann McNeil, and as I learned a little more about NADWIC, we actually develop a a stronger partnership and that we allowed that particular chapter to hold their meetings there. So I got to just by, I guess, the benefit of association to learn more about NAWIC and its mission and all the things that uh, it was chartered to do. And uh, so I fell in love with the organization and I guess I will say at this point, long story short, here I am 10 years later. It's hard to shake it. It's an awesome organization, and uh, and I'm glad to be a part.
2: And we are glad to have you a part and in control of what you do. It's it's amazing. Um, so to that end, tell people exactly what you do with your role in Namblet.
0: Okay, so in my role presently, uh, a few years ago, I was privileged to uh, be voted in as one of the NABWIC, uh board of directors and so got to be involved with the leadership team and uh, from there took on some additional roles as a secretary, recording secretary on a national level for the organization. And then um, also I started maybe about four or five years ago in an interim capacity as the marketing and communications chair. Uh, Now that was an interim position, but I guess it's now Mm -hmm. permanent. I guess if you've been in it five years. So, uh, so I do uh, lead up an awesome team uh, that uh, entails the marketing and communications team. And we've got subcommittees under that, Ursula, and it's an awesome group. We do, uh, social media. So we're responsible for social media. We're responsible for our website, overall communications, our newsletter, and blog talk radio. Mm -hmm. So so it's awesome. And we've got a group of leaders under there too. And so, I I may turn the tide a little bit in terms of uh, asking you a question and exploring with you a little bit more because you are one of the leaders For Blog Talk Radio, you're not only our subcommittee chair, but you are an awesome interviewer. So (laughs) if you don't mind my asking, how did you get involved with NAMWIC?
2: Oh, well, that is a moment that I can speak to because I actually was attending an OSD meeting, Office of Supply Diversity, talking about some construction projects that were coming up, and I had just become certified as a small business owner, um, and I didn't know what to do with that certification, so I went to see what they do. And um, I thought about something in the midst of that meeting where I could find the place, and that was doing legacy walls. I said, oh, I can do something in construction even though what I do is history-based and, and legacy-based, and I'll talk more about that in a minute. But understanding that connection, I became all excited or at least aware of conversations when I, when I heard them that would mean something to me. And one of those conversations that took place was between Robin Donaldson and some other people in uh, an incubator complex that I was in And she was talking about jobs that were available, and she was giving tips and and techniques, and telling people that they should go here, and they should go there, and they should do this, and they, you know, talk to this person, be here, be there, and and people were signing on to it and coming back with great reports about the success that they were having. And I said, Who are these people? (laughs) And she invited me to a meeting an official meeting of Nabwick. And that's where I met Mercedes, um, and Mercedes was rocking. Oh, goodness, she was impressive in 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 that her whole demeanor was really nice because she knew what she was talking about. She was in control of the situation, and she looked like a million dollars. So <laughs> all of that got, got my attention. It was like, okay, these are people you need to listen to. And then I went to a meeting um it was an annual meeting that, that was taking place and um I saw the fullness of of miss ann mcneil and and the people that she uh, have brought to the to the table and and how she control your introduction i mean she actually put put you in a situation where you can introduce yourself to a room of people that you have no idea who's in that room and she did she does that deliberately because she she says that there may be some someone in that room that needs to know you're here and i i was just thrilled by the whole way that it was handled and i started Realizing that I think too small, like when I was in corporate America, I was running multi-million dollar budgets and what have you. But it was somebody else's money, and so now I need to think like that for my own corporation and take my my skills and ability and transform them into corporations. So, well, it's not corporations; it's already that, but into departments and divisions. And and the only way you can do that is to grow. Um, both procedures and with people, so I have had my vision expanded, and I'm just loving it and and then, as it relates to what you were talking about in terms of blog talk- blog talk radio, years ago, um my husband passed, and his best friend had a radio station out in San Diego, and we call him captain mitt and Captain Mitt um asked me to help him out by Doing a, a show on Sundays And I did and I started interviewing people And it was voluntary I just did it um, For for about four or five years And I realized That I absolutely love Talking to people and finding out Who they are and what they're about And what lessons can I learn from their life Because you can't do all things And be everywhere and know everyone But you can at least be exposed To um, that which you will never know about if you didn't have a, a, a contact with a particular person. And so what gives me this wonderful opportunity to talk to people and and explore their worlds and have mine expanded as well and, and even have mine um, validated by some of the things that I hear people say. And given that that's what I do, I mean, I am the CEO of Sula2, and we make old, new, and everything that we do in that. We capture, preserve, and present legacy information, and that's what I do. I tell the story and make sure that your story is not forgotten, and that's why I love having you tell yours this morning, Miss Jackie Perry.
0: <laughs> well, thank you. Well, I enjoy listening to yours because, actually, I have not heard you share uh, to that degree, so thank you very much. I appreciate knowing about your mm-hmm. background, and we both talk about a common denominator, and that's uh, Anne McNeil, and we refer to her as the master builder, and you're right, I think that's our common thread, because she is a master builder, and I consider her to be a builder of partnerships, networks, relationships, and I'm finding that those things really are key in building your business, so so we are definitely uh, grateful for her. And I'm I'm grateful to you, too, and for the way you make our guests feel when they come on the show. You make it easy for them to interview and to tell their story. Because like you said, that's what your organization is all about, you know, how to get the, <laughs> the story out there and how to preserve it. So that's wonderful. Thanks for sharing.
2: Thank you. Now, when we talk about Miss McNeil and her master building, there's something coming up in a couple of weeks that – Maybe you want to share or talk about, do we have a commercial on it?
0: Uh, We actually have a commercial on that, uh, Ursula. She's referring to our uh, annual meeting that's coming up in uh, January, and this is probably a good time. So rather than me just tell you about it, we'll just go to a little commercial break and we'll just play that one.
1: The Board of Directors of the National Association of Black Women in Construction would like to wish all our members, partners, and sponsors a joyous and productive holiday season. After the holidays are over, we would like to invite you to join the NABWIC family for our 2020 annual meeting scheduled for Atlanta, Georgia at the Embassy Suites Hotel at the airport. January 22 to 25, we'll kick off a fabulous party on January 22 with NABWIC's annual reception, a free event designed to provide networking and business opportunities for all our members and stakeholders. On Thursday, you'll have an opportunity to join the conversation and help build strategic direction and goals for NABWIC during a strategic planning meeting. On Friday, join us for food, fun, and contracts at the Billion Dollar Luncheon and learn about transportation contracting opportunities. We'll end the week on Saturday as we learn how to make better and wiser investments at the Better Investing Workshop from 8 to 3 p.m. Get ready for Vision 2020 and join NAPWIC January 22 to 25 for one or more of these impactful events. For more information, visit our website at nabwic.org and follow us on Facebook at facebook.com nabwic. Remember, we are the voice of black women in construction.
0: As Ursula would say, we're back
2: (laughs) (laughs) Yes, we are Um, And today we're having our holiday program, I suspect Because you have myself and Miss Jackie Perry Talking about our particular stories And wishing you a Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays And a wonderful vision for the 2020 year and there you have it. We have that thing and I know it's gonna rock all the all year long.
0: Year hey, I agree 2020. with you. Vision twenty twenty <laughs> everybody's expecting great things for twenty twenty. And uh we actually Ursula, I want to also invite our listeners, uh, if they haven't already, hopefully they're on our mailing list and they've received our newsletter already. But uh, if you haven't, just go to that website, nabwic.org, and join. But we'd love to have you receive our uh, holiday newsletter with a personal message from the master builder herself, Ms. Anne McNeil, and also that commercial you just heard, you'll get to see it in video form, so there'll be some images behind it that make, make that invitation a little more engaging and a little more real to you. So, uh, once again, we invite you to be a part of that annual meeting coming up, the latter part of January, the 22nd through the 25th. And, Ursula, if I may take license to just mention one thing. At the end, uh, we did mention on the commercial that we'll be ending that week on Saturday with, um, we referred to it as Better Investing, but NAVWI has so many uh, components, developmental, educational things for its members and actually that Saturday is the annual meeting for the Navic Investment Club uh, as well. So we use some of the better investing tools and techniques, but it's actually Navic's own investment club that uh, will be holding their annual meeting there from 8 to 3 on January 25th. So I just wanted to make note of that.
2: Thank you. So Navic will help you make money, and how to keep the money you make. <laughs> so that's cool.
0: Now. Yeah, and I'm trying to make plenty what, of it, Ursula, doing 2020. <laughs> so hey, there you go. You and me both. That's right.
2: So what are some of your big plans for the future?
0: Well, one of the things that uh, we have as a goal and strategy as for as my business is concerned, uh, we have uh, a couple of Businesses that we run. One is a consulting company, Jay Perry and Associates, where we do uh, somewhat what I did as an executive at the incubator, still supporting uh, and consulting with small to medium-sized businesses and helping them realize their strategies and goals. Um, and then we also are in partnership with another a partner for a technology company, Data Architect. And with that company, we offer uh, professional services and staff augmentation to uh, Department of Defense uh, contractors. And uh, in that one, that's where we do focus a lot of our time. And uh, so part of our goal is to increase of course the number of contracts that we have with the government and so we're we're very uh, fortunate to be able to do business with the army uh this past year and we'd like to be able to include in our portfolio the navy uh this year as well as the marines so we want to expand that portfolio and get a couple of those other departments under our arms and um increase our revenues by 50% nice
2: wow <laughs> to that end, one of the things that I am looking at for our company is that we got our first contracts last year with two governmental agencies and looking to expand that. One of them is a baseline where I'm gathering information on their behalf that will be extremely useful for creating legacy walls. So, I'm looking to um really build a team to get legacy walls into schools. And, and I have a – the other contract is with a non-school entity, but it's a, a, a government building that needs legacy walls. There are two separate walls that I'll be doing. So I'm I'm looking to expand in both of those arenas and even into the private arena where a business wants to have their story told. And for those of you who are not familiar with what I'm talking about, at my website sulatu.com and if you click on Legacy Walls, you get a chance to see exactly the kinds of things that I do in terms of putting up those walls. But what I say is that your your wall can talk for you. It can tell your story all day long, every day, to every person that comes by that spot. So you have an opportunity to decorate or you can educate and so my goal is to do both in one space it is visually appealing but when they walk away with from there they walk away with a wow or i didn't know that oh that's cool so that's that's what i do and um you know one of the things my grandmother used to tell me when I was a child that it, is that I was a blessed child, and I finally figured out what that means. Because at first I thought it was it was kind of not so good because I had all these different interests. I like this, I like this, I like that. But I have brought them all together for the good of celebrating the stories of people that we need to know about, and that can that can benefit. Or that we can benefit from knowing their stories because they can motivate us. The legacies of people that have gone on before us, so that they can set the lessons for us to follow, and improve on, and build on. And and to that end, I use my computer background, I use my theatrical background, I use my um, artistic background, apparently, and analytical skills, and and the love of the the story of. of sitting down and, and talking to someone and pulling that together. So all of those things come together for the, for you to enjoy, and, and that's what I enjoy as a person, is when someone, they well, I, I said this at a, at a service the other day where I was able to have someone listen to her mother's voice again because I found something on the Internet where someone had interviewed her mother and I said, Mm -hmm. and she leaned forward and she listened to her mother's voice that she hadn't heard in years, and that to me is the kind of moment that I live for. Something that means something to someone that that puts them in a good space, and that put her in a good space. And also it was informative for her because at first she thought it was her own voice. It was amazing how much they sound alike. You know? So, you know, it's it's the whole thing about standing on someone's shoulders, or being, or Cecilia Tyson. So you're actually on somebody's back, but the, the, it's a foundation. Either you're on the shoulders and you can see above the fray, or you're on somebody's back and they're carrying you. With the knowledge that they gave you, the foundation that they gave you, it is up to you to get to that destination, wherever you're going, and using what they gave
0: you. Mm-hmm. No, that that is great. And so, when you talk about the area of construction, you are building legacies, you're building memories, and and so much more. And I can see where you would get a great deal of fulfillment from doing what you do. So that that's that's wonderful, Ursula. Let let me ask you a question about that, though. So far, project, and I imagine that the project durations will vary according to what you're undertaking, but um, what's a typical project like and, and how long does it take?
2: You're absolutely right. It varies because if I have all the information in front of me, I can have, I mean, we can just put it out in a couple of months, get it all from start to finish but when I'm having to dig for it and beg people for, you know, those photographs that they've been hiding all their life and they have the one photograph that nobody knows about, and when they pass away it's going to get thrown in the trash, pulling that from them, that can extend the time frame. So it varies. Um, if you if you arrive with a box full of things that that is complete, we can pull it together and make it happen. So it does depend on the person, but... Um, anywhere from a couple of months to a couple of years. Is, but, you know, obviously we don't want to take a couple of years.
0: That would be on the person. So I imagine you, of course, do local projects, but if they are uh, out-of-state, out-of-city projects, you undertake those as well, correct?
2: Yes. I will go anywhere along, as long as it's in the budget. hmm <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, yeah. We can make that happen, and you know what I haven't talked about is the fact that I'm a publisher, and and this sounds like it's different, but it's actually all the same. It's publishing the story. One happens to be in books, and the other one happens to be on the wall. Ah, so I, okay. yeah, I have. It's it's still telling the story. One is visual, and one is um, multimedia, whatever. And I have clients that I have never met, so mm-hmm.
0: um, I can do that. Wow. Okay. So, Miss uh, Publisher, as well. So, I am learning all kinds of fascinating things about you. This is great.
2: Well, <laughs> oh, thank you. Yeah.
0: This is wonderful.
2: So, we have a few minutes. So, why don't you tell us more about your
0: upbringing? How did Jackie get to be who Jackie is? Mm. <laughs> Ah, I'm not sure how interesting that is. But wonderful I guess one of the things I can think about though is especially during the season, you know, it's a time for family and friends and closeness and even rekindling relationships that uh maybe you haven't had time for because you've been so busy. But my mom actually had ten kids and I was the youngest of those ten. But I was um was raised by another uh, family as an only child, and uh, but always knew who my brothers and sisters were and relished opportunities to, you know, get with them maybe during the summer, some of them. and uh, But I remember graduating from high school, and my three sisters, who I admired a lot, came to uh, pick me up and uh, carried me to Gainesville, which is, a town not too far from Jacksonville, maybe about a 45-minute drive. And that was the best summer of my life. And I remember thinking how important family was and, you know, on all sides, my natural family and the ones that uh, adopted me as well. And I came from a very loving family, the one that adopted me. And, um, And so people have always meant a lot to me. And so I think that's why in my career even before the uh incubator, you know, I worked for a Fortune five hundred company, um, prudential. I was in HR, I was in training, but it always had things to do with people and I love people and I guess perhaps that's why I gravitated towards uh embracing this marketing and communications effort as well. But uh so that that's always important. So And I guess with the season that we're in, Ursula, as I think about it, I get um, a little bit sentimental when it comes to this time of year because I love people, I love family, I love to see them existing in peace and harmony, and that's one thing that I always like to strive to to bring about. And so I guess as we do end, and as far as my little uh, dialogue is concerned, I'd like to just take a moment and just wish our listeners a very uh, joyful, peaceful, and blessed Merry Christmas.
2: And that is so you. How about you? <laughs> well, my, my point about that is <laughs> when I met you for the first time, I felt like you were a wonderful, warm-spirited person, and now I am... I mean, that's what I've seen over the the couple of years I've been a, a member, and now I understand that it is true. It is you. And we do have something in common. I grew up as an only child as well and have just discovered in the last two years that I'm not. And I'm loving it. When I was a little girl, I used to um, grab dandelions and throw them in the air and say, go find me a brother and sister and I, you know. I could have stopped because it worked, <laughs> <laughs> and I am just having a ball learning about my siblings and how much we are alike. It is the most joyful thing for an only child to find siblings. It's like nobody's business. Wow, I'm, it is, isn't
0: yeah, it? Yeah,
2: <laughs> wonderful time in my life right now, and because it is a good story. Um, you know, no no story is without sadness, but you know, it's still it's still. How we look at it and how I look at it. It's a great, great experience for me. Um, and I was in charge of documentation and training when I was at GDE Data Services. So we can talk a little bit more later on because we have some other things in common, apparently. <laughs> All
0: right. Yep. That's yeah. okay. So would and, you and like to leave? Uh, well, I was just going to ask uh, if you would like to leave a Holiday comment or greeting? Yeah, that's
2: that's what I was about to do. Is stop chatting and go ahead (laughs) and say it's time for y'all to go have some fun, (laughs) enjoy your families, and we wanted to do this because we wanted to let you know that we want we we take our responsibility seriously in that we give you the message that it's supposed to happen on Christmas Day. But we understand that you're probably listening to this after Christmas because you had some fun. And that's what we want you exactly. to do. Exactly. Okay. Go have some fun. Um and from Jackie and myself and Navwick,
1: Happy Holidays.
0: Happy Enjoy. holidays.